Welcome to the Cyber Life Podcast. Remember, if you like this podcast, don't forget to subscribe, download, rate, five stars, of course, and share this podcast with everyone you know. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Episode 2 of the Cyber Life Podcast. My name is Ken Underhill, your host. I wanted to actually talk today about all these cybersecurity boot camps that I keep seeing out there. And in particular, I chose to do it today because I actually had an interaction with a uh, quote-unquote cybersecurity boot camp uh, place, uh, and I was completely unimpressed. So I want to I want to stress that I'm not talking about certification um, prep boot boot camps because there are some uh, valuable ones out there, uh, you know, and I won't name names, but there's there are some good ones out there for uh, certification prep. But I want to just talk about these boot camps I see uh, popping up that are just talking about like, hey, we're going to train somebody in cybersecurity and they're going to get a job. And there's really no clear direction. Now, don't get me wrong. There's probably some good ones out there that I'm not aware of, but I'm just going to go off the experience I had with this one when I was in a conversation with them and just share that um, experience a little bit without naming names here. Uh, but I just want to kind of stir up debate on the subject. Uh, and if you follow me on LinkedIn, you'll definitely see that I've got a post about that. Um, so, yeah, it's just one of those things of, you know, you go to these boot camps or, or you know, they they pitch themselves as, you know, preparing people for the industry. That So basically um, this one, I uh, they, they had reached out uh, and, you know, they were looking for instructors or whatever. So um, I was curious on what kind of things they were teaching because the university that they were saying they were partnered with is actually a very, very a reputable university. So when I got on the phone with them, you know, I was kind of talking through and just kind of seeing, you know, a few things, you know, how long is a boot camp, that sort of stuff that allowed me to kind of gauge of, in my opinion, at least like, would it really prep somebody for the industry? Because um, that was one of my concerns with a lot of these uh, types of places is that they're, they're selling these things, you're paying a lot of money, and then you try to get a job and you're, you end up just st still working at McDonald's, right. And for me, again, if you follow me on LinkedIn, you see that I'm very passionate about helping people get into the industry, trying to give them the best advice to get into the industry, get their foot in the door. Um, and I'm not about, like in my opinion, I, I, for me personally, I'm not about trying to make money off people, right? So um, that's probably bad business sense, but I really would just wanna, you know, like this is a, for me, it's a responsibility. You know, especially with the the kind of reach that I have around the world, you know, I, millions of course views every month. I just, I just have a responsibility, in my opinion, to the industry to, to kind of tell it like it is, to give people the best advice that I can, um, and to not let any type of, um, you know, financial gain or anything like cloud the vision. So I'm going to give it to you raw, in my opinion, on this episode, and as well as if you uh, ask me questions on LinkedIn, I'm going to tell you like it is. I am not going to hold anything back. I'm going to tell you exactly my opinion. I'm going to tell you the best things that I would suggest especially if you're trying to get in the industry, especially the last episode, if you didn't watch it for, or if you didn't, um, excuse me, listen to it for some reason. Um, but let's just focus this episode again on these quote unquote cybersecurity boot camps. Again, we're not talking about the certification prep ones. These are specifically ones that I keep seeing out there promoting that, hey, we're going to put you through this cybersecurity boot camp and you'll go get a job afterwards. So as I was talking through this, um, uh, through this boot camp with this uh, uh, this organization doing it, um, I liked the one thing I liked was the aspect of they did they did they stretched out the training they tried to make it you know where somebody that was working could go to the training. I just I, I in my opinion just so this is my opinion, I felt that the amount of training so what they were doing. Um, I didn't feel it was adequate, and so with that, I'm going to say that I I didn't feel that the amount of um, didactic stuff 
uh, they were doing as well as um, kind of the structure of it was adequate for somebody trying to get into the industry. I did like the aspect that they mentioned of they, they focused primarily on the hands-on. Um, however, when I uh, listened to some of the curriculum, uh, I, because uh, it was a simple question I had, I was like, are you going to prepare people for a specific job role? Or are you going to kind of just give people a high level overview of the industry as a whole, right? Because they're, they're pitching a cybersecurity bootcamp and cybersecurity or information security, as those older folks say, uh, it's an entire industry, right? And that's, whenever I see somebody just mentioning like, oh, we're going to train you on cybersecurity, I just want to scream, right? I just want to scream because like it's, it's telling me you have no clue what you're talking about. Like there's so many job roles in this industry from auditor, penetration tester, SOC analyst, incident responder, forensic analyst, you know, and a lot of those are intermixed, right? And there's literally hundreds of different job roles out there. If you look at the NIST NICE framework for um, work roles, there's a ton of work roles out there that, that things could be entailed in. Um, and just so many areas of this industry. And for, for, in my opinion, for someone to just say, I'm going to teach you cybersecurity in a boot camp, it just really, really irks me, right? So I wanted to, uh, you know, I did a couple of things. I, I, rec I did my recon, of course, as, a, uh, as an ethical hacker or penetration tester. Um, I naturally just researched things. And so I researched the company, uh, found a lot of stuff on Reddit I didn't like, uh, but I still want to talk to them to kind of get, you know, uh, a gauge because, you know, again, you know, I may have, I may have uh, known somebody, I've got a huge network. Um, that's something they, they didn't necessarily appreciate uh, when I mentioned it on the phone. But, I, I, you know, if they, had, if they had legit stuff going on, I would have definitely, um, you know, tried to find somebody in my network that was looking for work, that had experience as an instructor, and that could have done this for them. Um, but, you know, as, as it happened, I just hung up on the phone at, at a certain point uh, because I felt they were wasting my time. So anyways, um, getting back to the point here, um, I looked through their curriculum in advance. I looked through the things they were uh, going to be teaching on the boot camp. And in my opinion, what they were doing is basically just like, I don't know if they were Google searching or what. It didn't look like anybody that actually uh, was a, a quality person in the industry looked at their curriculum. Um, and that... Maybe they did have somebody. I, I don't know. Um, that's, but that's just my opinion on it. It didn't seem like they had anyone in the industry uh, looking at it because, um, for one thing, they couldn't answer my question. When I was like, is this for to introduce people to cybersecurity or are you sp focusing on a specific job role in the industry? And, and their answer to that was, let me, let me talk about, let me walk you through the curriculum you know, and that'll explain everything. It explained nothing, by the way, because I looked at the curriculum and they, and it, like I said, it was literally pulled from different things, right? So you had, you had some, um, you know, uh, basic Linux stuff there, which, you know, I agree with, you know, you gotta, you gotta understand the fundamentals. Um, and then they kind of pulled like mid, mid to advanced pen testing type of things, you know? So I, initially when I looked at the curriculum, I was like, okay, maybe they're kind of focusing on the pen tester, um, you know, type of career path because they're trying to do, it looks like they're trying to do some foundational stuff and then also, uh, you know, pull in, um, you know, this more advanced stuff. And, um, and I didn't like that. I'll just say it in, in that sense. I didn't like that because uh, one of the things I get encountered on all the time on LinkedIn is everyone wants to be a hacker, right? They see it in the media. They want to be a penetration tester. It's so super cool. Um, and the reality is you're, you're not going to, get that type of job role in most cases right off the bat. Like you've generally got to get a couple years experience in the industry in some other capacity, get your foot in the door 
um, kind of prove yourself and it makes you a better pen tester anyways. Um, and then you can try to transition into like a penetration tester role. Um, so going back to like the, you know, the previous episode when I mentioned, you know, about people want to be ethical hacker, you know, everybody wants to be a hacker, right? You know, it's all so cool. The media, you know, makes it sound so cool. I didn't like where they were kind of going with that curriculum. And then what, again, what I also noticed is like, they, it just really seemed like they were splashing in like a lot of like, um, deep, which, which again, I think you need a broad spectrum of that, but not in a boot camp to prepare you like to get a job in the industry. Right. Uh, unless you're focused on a certain job role. And this one seemed like it was just splattered across the entire gamut of, um, things you could possibly learn. Right. So we were talking about, you know, things like, log analysis from a defensive standpoint um you know we're talking about uh forensic stuff and then and then we're throwing in pen testing it's like you know like give me focus right like if you're if this is and that's why i asked that question right i wanted to get the real scoop because i i asked the question because i'm i was cool with that curriculum if you were just kind of introducing people to these different areas and saying all right you know this is an introduction type of boot camp but it seemed like they're they're trying to sell it as you you take our boot camp you pay this it was over ten thousand dollars because I looked at the pricing um, and so you you basically you're going to pay ten grand so most people are probably going to go get a loan or something to pay that in most cases and you're gonna you're gonna um, go do that you're gonna get this little basically a certificate you don't get a certification you know it's not like a it's not like a you know for example a sans where you get you know you can get tests for your certification and you can actually go use that on your resume and stuff this is just a uh, a piece of paper you know that oh you you completed the cat uh, the uh, course essentially right which means nothing we all know that it, who, whoever's working in the industry listening to this you know that means absolutely nothing even certifications from vendors can mean nothing in most cases right um so i i i just felt like it's, it, they were in my opinion, this particular organization and probably other ones that are in a similar uh, concept, they're doing a disservice to the industry. You know, we're trying to fill a skills gap here. Uh, so this this episode, as you kind of notice, is me ranting a, a bit, and, and I'm fine with that. You know, this is this uh, Cyber Life podcast is all about bringing up these issues, right? Getting the debate going, getting people talking about these things, because these are what I call the elephants in the room. You know, these these are things that we all know it's, it's going on. Let's start talking about this stuff and figure out a way to actually make it better for everybody. So I felt it was a disservice to the industry on what they're doing and if other organizations are doing a similar thing. I feel it's a complete disservice to the industry, especially people trying to get into the industry because they're not going to be prepared for jobs. They're not going to actually probably even get interviews because they have no real stuff right like they've okay you you play around with wireshark for maybe a couple of weeks you are not a wireshark ex expert i'm sorry you're not you know it's like you're gonna get you get the introduction in a boot camp sure great but like that's not enough to get you a job you know you have to go learn on your own and stuff like that and that's kind of what i'm i'm getting at here uh, is i i feel like for the amount they're charging, you know, and the whole pitch of, oh, somebody doesn't have to go spend, you know, four years in school or whatever. Um, the reality is you don't have to do any, you know, go, uh, you don't have to go spend four years in school or go get a master's or whatever that a lot of people, I mean, I mentioned that before, but um, that a lot of people are trying to do, you just need to get the actual skills. And, and you're, in my opinion, you're not going to get that when you just kind of like splash through like, you know, Wireshark, or um, I don't even think they had TCP dump on there. I think it was just Wireshark, you know, so uh, just going over, you know, like uh, packing, packet sniffing in general, you're not going to learn that in like, you know, in a week or two, right? Like most people, especially not if you're just doing it like for a couple hours a week in a boot camp, 
and you're not practicing on your own, like you, you are totally not going to be somebody that I would hire. You are, you know, no disrespect at all, but like, if you come to me and you're like, yeah, I've been practicing Wireshark for, you know, for like two weeks in my boot camp, and look at me, I've got a certificate of completion. I'm probably going to, I don't even know why I interviewed, you know, somebody else must have set you up with the interview because I would be like, I, I don't know. You know, I would have screened you on the phone and be like, asked you a couple questions about analyzing packets and you would have gotten it wrong. Um, so that's just my, this is again, just a rant. I just, um, I felt I needed to say it on my podcast. Um, and it just, yeah, I mean, it's, I just feel like this, this particular organization in uh, specifically because, because I spoke with them and I reviewed their curriculum, I feel like they were doing a disservice to the industry. Um, so I really wanted to stir up kind of a, a, a debate discussion on it. Um, now feel free to ping me on LinkedIn with your, uh, with your thoughts on it and everything. But I, I really just felt like um, we need to address these things. We need to talk about these things, especially those of us in the industry with, uh, with followings, with influence. We need to bring these things up because they're there. These, these companies are making money off us, right? They're making money off us, off people that we want to get into the industry. And the reality is like these people are not being brought up on the proper skills that they need to get in. They're not being given realistic expectations for the industry because they're told like, yeah, just go through this boot camp and you know, all you have to do is show people your certificate of completion and you're going to be good to go for getting all sorts of jobs in cybersecurity, right? And that's not reality. And I also really, really didn't like that they were pitching it as a as a cybersecurity boot camp because, you know, and then trying to make it where you're like, yeah, you're going to get a job after this type of thing. Like, I just, I don't know. To me, that's just shady. I, I really don't like that type of business practice um, in general. And I'm just going to say it like that and I could care less. This is all my opinion. Um, but I just, I just don't like companies that do that. Like I, you know, we, we all understand business. I don't think anyone's naive on like a business needs to make money, right? Nobody's naive on that. But I think the aspect of like, if you're truly don't care, like at least in my opinion, you truly don't care. You're just throwing something together to try to you know, get people in here and charge them a bunch of money so you can keep your business afloat and you don't really care about making your curriculum to a specific job role or a specific need. Like, so um, as an example, this one was for uh, here in Texas. And in this particular area of Texas where I'm at, uh, a, a very in-demand skill is Splunk. And I would have liked to have seen, if you're going to do a cybersecurity boot camp, you definitely need to focus heavily on Splunk log analysis and pitch it not as a cybersecurity bootcamp, but pitch it as like a SOC analyst or a cybersecurity analyst type of bootcamp. Don't just pitch it across the entire industry, pitch it as that. And sure, if you want to sprinkle in like pen testing stuff, you know, so people can understand the attacker mindset, totally cool, right? Totally cool in my opinion. But I really, really didn't like what they're doing. I, I don't like what this, this organization's doing. And if other ones are out there doing it, I'm sure there are. Um, I'm not, that's why I'm not mentioning the name because I'm sure there's a ton of them out there doing the same um, thing. I just really, really didn't, didn't like that at all. So the whole purpose of this episode was to um, just kind of stir up that debate, get, get people um, thinking about that, thinking through that stuff. Uh, I just, I really, really didn't like that. I normally don't um, show any emotion at all, as most people can tell. Um, throughout uh, like LinkedIn interactions or even in my courses, aside from like humor or something like that. But this one really, really got to me just because I've had so many people, you know, reach out to me on LinkedIn of, you know, what's the best training? What should I do? You know, and a lot of these people don't have the budgets to go spend 10 grand on stuff. Like 
I've had people tell me like, yeah, I went and got loans. And so now that I've got, you know, some cash, like what's the best thing to do? And I can tell you right now, I would never refer them to a boot camp like this. I would never do it. I would never say go pen, spend 10 grand on stuff because you can learn all the skills for the most part for free um, in most areas, you know? So I just, I don't know. This really got to me. I just really felt like, you know, I was thinking around uh, before this happened uh, this evening, I was just kind of thinking through and I was like, all right, what kind of, what would I do for my second episode? I've been a little busy. I haven't had a chance to film it yet. Um, and then this dropped right, <laughs> this dropped right in my lap. Um, so I was like, all right, well, you know what? Um, initially I was going to do the, 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 uh, this episode on a review, um, of their curriculum and I was hoping it would be a positive one, but unfortunately it wasn't. So I felt like uh, this was a perfect uh, thing to do for the episode to kind of bring, um, awareness to it and uh, just stir up the conversation like you know so so start talking with your peers out there if you're uh, somebody trying to get in the industry out there um, you know my opinion by now by the end of this um, podcast episode on these quote-unquote cybersecurity boot camps um, I, honestly if if they can't guarantee you like job placement or if they can't tell you specifically like okay if you take our boot camp we are preparing you for this job in the industry and by the way if they're doing it for pen tester don't do it uh, because that's an intermediate or advanced level type of thing and it's very very unlikely you're going to get a job as a pen tester right off the bat trying to get into the industry it's very, very i i think i know one or two people maybe and these are people that have been like hacking since they were like 12. Right. And then, you know, they graduate high school and they can they can, you know, get that entry level type of role. This is not something that like you decided last week you want to change careers and oh, now I'm going to do this boot camp as, a, as and be a pen tester. It's very, very unlikely. You have a very slim chance. I, in fact, um, a couple of years ago at a security conference, there was a young woman that like she was in all she was a hacker, like she was straight up um, underground hacking. You know, she was very, very skilled. And she could not get a job for the life of her as a pen tester. And, you know, it's very skilled, right? Very skilled. Not like somebody that just decided last week they want a career change. And so, you know, for her, it took a long time for her to get that first job. And once she did, of course, you know, she, she was able to prove herself. But she, she got an entry-level role. And, in fact, she actually got a, a role as an analyst first. So she did the defensive side of the house first. And then she went... Uh, and transition because the company was like, oh, you're really, really good. And she's like, I really want to get into pen testing. Can I kind of do that on the side for the company, you know, do some audits and that sort of stuff with it? And they're like, sure, yeah, you know, if you don't mind doing that, we don't have a role right now. But that blossomed into a role for her eventually. Um, again, it was an entry-level role, but she was able to, to make that pivot. But for those of you out there like brand new to stuff and you're like, yeah, I'm going to be a pen tester right off the bat, I'm sorry, you're, you're not going to do it. I, I hate to be the one telling you you can't do something, but... Um, I won't tell you you can't do something, but I'll tell you that it's a very, very, very slim chance for you to be successful at that. Um, so getting back to our our quote-unquote cybersecurity boot camps um, that they're trying to pitch you for like 10 grand or more, or even five grand. I mean, I, to my opinion, at least this one was not worth it at all. Um, so a few few key notes to take away from this, besides my entire rant here for um, almost 20 minutes. One key thing, if you're going, if you insist on doing a boot camp, and it's called cybersecurity bootcamp, make sure that they're preparing you for a specific job role. Ask those questions. If they can't come to, if they just tell you to go look at the curriculum, don't do it. Do not do it. Do, please do not do it. <laughs> please do not do it. 
don't waste your money because they're not preparing you for anything. They're just preparing you to get frustrated. That's it. They're going to give you a certificate in frustration. Um, so don't, please do not do that. So ask them those questions. Also ask them, do you help with job placement? And maybe they have that, they might have that on their website. So you can, might be able to take a look at the frequently asked questions or, or something like that. But ask them about that. Like, do you work with local employers in the, in the area to where I can at least get an interview after I go through your program? Because if you think about it, like coding boot camps, a lot of them will do that, right? They partner with organizations, uh, companies in the same area, and they can at least kind of get you job interviews and that sort of thing. I have yet to see that with these boot camps. I have yet to see that. I've looked at a couple of them. None of them so far, including this one I spoke to today, actually offer you any type of you know job assistant, job uh, placement assistant, uh, et cetera. So um, ask those questions. Before you go spending money, ask those questions. And again, in my opinion, reality is uh, for most cybersecurity related jobs in the industry, you can get those skills for free. You can learn them for free. You can watch video training or free or low cost. You don't need to go spend 10 grand on something. Um, I wouldn't, in my opinion, I wouldn't take student loan debt to, to get like a master's degree in cybersecurity. Um, the, the goal is, you know, if, especially if you don't work in the industry already, um, I, it's just, it's just, it's just kind of weird on a resume to see somebody that's entry level applying for like an entry level job with a master's degree in cybersecurity. It's kind of like, why didn't you go, you know, try to get a job in IT or, you know, or like an entry level cyber role first, get some skills and then, you know, go for your master's. So it's just kind of awkward things like that. Like a lot of people think that they just need to go get another degree. So I'm not going to knock any degree programs. I have a master's in, in cybersecurity. Um, and I think it was a valuable, you know, to, degree to get, but I, I was working, you know, in, in the industry um, when I, uh, when I did that degree. So again, we're, we're focused on boot camps here. We're not going to go into the whole um, college degree stuff on, on this one. Um, but yeah, just make sure you ask questions. Just, just ask questions. Number one question is, are you training me for a specific job in the industry? If that's not an immediate yes, don't do it. If they refer you to a curriculum, say, no, thank you. Because if they don't have clarity, how are they going to give you clarity, right? They, if they have no clue what they're doing, how are they going to? And honestly, if someone has no clue what they're doing, how are they going to teach you? Let's let's call it like it is. Like, what are they doing? Are they are they grabbing a you know a, a CompTIA Network Plus book and then they're building their networking module off that, like with no possible industry experience? Like, really, use common sense here with these things. Like, so so just ask them. Like, okay, are you preparing me for a specific job role? If they don't immediately answer yes, then don't do it. And then the second question, if they do answer yes, is like, okay, that's great, but do you actually work with local employers to try to help me, you know, at least get interviews or at least meet with them to get suggestions on my resume and that sort of stuff so I can see what, like, you know, hiring managers are looking for in the area and kind of tweak my resume to that. Um, if they don't, don't offer any type of, you know, assistance at all with that, I would say no as well. You know, so just because they're preparing you for a job role and then they're good, what? They're going to kick you out on your own and you've got to figure out it yourself. You might as well just save 10 grand and, and go online and learn, your, learn the skills yourself. Go to different events in town, different security conferences, different meetups, network with people and say, hey, yeah, I'm learning these things. And somebody's going to say, oh, you know what? We've got an entry level role that just opened up. Are you interested in it? You know, and that's how you get the jobs in this industry. So um, this, this, you know, I, I just... I just had to go on a rant, you know, uh, I had just had to bring this up. I had to talk about this topic because I, 
I, you know, I've got a large student base and a lot of my students, you know, are not ec economically, um, not necessarily economically sound, um, you know, right now, as far as like, you know, they, they, you know, they go paycheck to paycheck, you know, that sort of stuff. So um, for me, I just, I don't know, this really just kind of rubbed me the wrong way um, with, with what they were doing um, to their, to their students, essentially, in my opinion, uh, I felt I needed to speak up on it. I felt I needed to put it as an episode in my podcast, um, especially as I keep growing my podcast and getting more subscribers. Um, by the way, share this, you know, podcast with everyone, you know, to, to get more people out there. Um, and, yeah, I just felt like I needed to speak up on it. I, I felt it needed to be addressed. I, I, I just really, really felt like they're this company in particular, and then other companies that are equivalent out there are really doing a disservice to the entire industry as a whole. Um, and some people may disagree with that. They may, you know, make an argument of, oh, boot camp. At least, you know, they'll get some kind of training. Um, and I get that, but you know, if someone's paying ten grand or more. I mean. Even even a lot of these certification boot camps don't cost that much. They like even some of the premium ones out there don't cost ten thousand dollars. I I don't know. I just I just can't like in my opinion. I just felt it was really really wrong. Um, I've got a moral compass I go by, uh, especially when I'm talking about things in the industry that impact people's lives, uh, because this really does impact you. If somebody's taking a ten grand loan out to take this boot camp that's going to affect their life. Like they're going to have to pay that loan back. You know, maybe they, maybe they had to pick up a second or third job to do this, to be able to afford it and make those payments. Maybe their spouse has to pick up a second or third job. Maybe they can't see their spouse because they're working a second or third job. You know, all these things that a lot of these companies really don't care about. They really don't care. And I do, you know, I do and other people in the industry do. And so we need to bring these issues up. We need to address these issues. We need to make a stand in the industry. Um, you know, if we have influence out there, make a stand. Be like, you know, this is not right. Let's let's help people that are trying to get in the industry the right way. So the way we do that, in my opinion, is we come out with our own podcast. We use the power of social media. We do these things so that we, we, we can get our voice out there for people that are trying to get into the industry so they can get the real information they need. Not the salesy information, not the, ooh, you know, I want to sell you my my $10,000, you know, boot camp training, give them the real information they need to get a job in the industry, to make a better life for themselves, a better life for their families, and then to also make a better life for the industry as a whole, because we all know there's a huge, huge talent shortage right now. And we also know there's a lot of unrealistic expectations, especially if you look at job roles, as I mentioned in the last um, podcast episode, there, there, some of these job roles <laughs> that I've seen out there are like, oh, we need... You know, you need 10 years experience for an entry level. We'll pay you five bucks an hour. Come on now. Let, let, we need to bring up our, our own voice in this industry and make a change. Um, and there's a lot of people out there trying to make that change. But if you're listening to this, if you've got a network on social media, start bringing these issues up. Start saying, what is your opinion on cybersecurity boot camps? You know, and just mention, I'm not talking about certification prep boot camps. I'm talking about all these other ones out there that, that claim to train you for cybersecurity, but they don't train you for a certain job role, right? In the industry. So let's, let's get the word out there. Honestly, we have a responsibility as cybersecurity professionals, the ones that are listening to this, we have a responsibility to get this information out to everybody so we can make a better industry overall. That's, I mean, that's at the end of the day, that's what it is. If you don't like the fact that you've got to do double work at your job because your job, uh, your uh, company is short staffed, what are you doing about it? 
What are you doing about it? I don't want to hear like, oh yeah, I, you know, I, I ran to my coworkers. No, no. You've obviously got people that have connected with you on like LinkedIn or Twitter or whatever. Start having those conversations with those people in your network. Say, look, you know, I'm, I'm frustrated because I've got a huge workload at work because we're short staffed and we can't seem to find anyone qualified. We're specifically looking for people with these qualifications. So if you don't have them, I suggest that you train up on these different things. Here's some free resources to do so. And then once you're trained up, let's have that conversation so I can start talking to my boss about it, right? So I can start talking to my boss or the hiring manager. And maybe we can figure out something that even if you're not in our area, you can help out remotely, something like that. We've got to do it. Like we cannot rely on these companies to do this. Honestly, we can't rely on these companies. They're, they're doing us a disservice here. Um, and I say we, because one thing about the cybersecurity industry as a whole or the information security industry, we look out for each other. And we've, we've kind of cultivated that over time that we've had to do that. We've had to look out for each other. We've had to, when people are looking for jobs, we've had to, and you guys will see that if you follow me on LinkedIn, you'll see that I post and I try to get people jobs. You know, if, if I hear of somebody like, hey man, if someone reaches out and says, hey, I'm looking for work right now. I can't find anything. I just changed jobs. I just got laid off. You'll see me post their photo. I'll look at their LinkedIn profile. So by the way, make sure your profile's um, up to date and got some skills listed and that sort of thing. Just so if you want me to do that for you, I can make sure I hit some key points and, and kind of prep it. I've got a good marketing um, knowledge just from my background as an entrepreneur. And so I'm able to kind of cultivate, as you've seen with some of my posts, to get a good amount of people viewing those posts. I've also got a huge network on LinkedIn. So I'm connected with a lot of people, a lot of influencers in the industry, a lot of hiring managers, a lot of recruiters. So if you're looking for work right now, if you're trying to get your foot in the door in the industry or whatever, reach out to me on there. Let, let's get you going. Uh, but again, going back to that, you're going to notice that I do that for a lot of people. I try to get people jobs. That's what we do in this industry. You're going to notice I did one recently for a guy that's uh, created some courses for Cyberry. Um, and, uh, you know, he's, he moved, relocated, so he's looking for work. And that, um, that particular post is actually uh, trending, right, trending right now in the hashtag of cybersecurity. And then it's also um, got thousands and thousands of views uh, already, and it's only been up, you know, a short period of time. And, he's, and uh, there's already been a lot of people tagging different names in there of people that have roles, different companies, et cetera. So that's the type of thing that we do for each other in this industry. So this entire episode was me looking out for you and us as an industry as a whole, looking out for those people that are trying to get into the industry, that are newer to the industry. This was us giving back to you. Now, what I want you to do in return is give back these podcast episodes to somebody else that needs them as well. So share them with your network, share them with friends and family, anybody that you talk to out and about that's saying, you know what, I'm kind of interested, interested in that cybersecurity stuff. Say, you know what, go check out this podcast. He talks about the real way to get jobs in the industry. He talks about things that are going on in the industry, you know, and eventually I'm going to have people on interviewing them about their job roles and that start type of stuff in the industry. So you can get the real life view. So yeah, I mean, share this with everybody. I really, really, I personally feel a responsibility um, to the industry of getting the information out there, giving accurate information and telling you like it is. I'm not going to hold anything back on my opinion on things. I'm going to give you, give you my opinion on anything that you have a question on. Um, and if, if you have a question on like, where can I train at? I'll give you as many resources as I can. Um, you know, again, we look out for each other in this industry. So um, with that being said, I will say uh, rant over now uh, and uh, hopefully you enjoy this episode and I'll see you in the next one.